0: It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. DeVolt. JT's J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, host. J.T. DeBolt. JT DeBolt. Hello, my friends. JT DeBoltz with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you. I say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thank you for joining me here, as always, to talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living the high-performance, high-altitude life. And the High Altitude Mentorship Show is brought to you, as always, by FlyWithJT.com. That is flywithjt.com, where for a limited time remaining, you can still download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success, while it's still available. And of course, more importantly, stay connected to everything going on in the high-altitude community. So many cool things coming down the road. You know, it's amazing because we're here. This is the very first podcast, first day of February, but it's the first podcast of February. And... I'm looking back on the month that was of January and seeing a massive amount of momentum. And I hope the same for you. You know, my intention is that here in the high-altitude community, we support each other and we help each other get to that next altitude in business, in our careers, and in our lives. And what's interesting is that if you look around, you see those folks that are really crushing it and, you know, came out of the gate swinging. There's a few things that they have in common. And for me, it's there. There's a there's a kind of an underscore to a lot of things. If you look at the people who are really pushing past barriers, if you see the folks that have surpassed their previous high marks, their pre- previous benchmarks, and you start to really get a sense for how they operate, some of the things that they're challenged by, some of the things they're overcoming, there's a there's an underscore, and I want to talk about that today. Because we live in a world of convenience and ease. And so coming to that next level is not born of convenience. And it's not easy. If we want something, we can go get it. You know, you can have anything you want right now. You can order a pizza. You can order a pair of shoes. You can order a car. You can order just about anything and have it delivered to your house. And if we want to get rid of something, we can dispose of that just as quickly as anything. I mean, you could just delete people out of your lives, literally online, electronically, and and it's so easy to do these things quickly and with almost no effort, almost no thought. Never in history has it been so easy with such comfort and such convenience, and yet never have we been so miserable and so soft and so easily pushed around. The cold hard fact... Is that anything worthwhile, and, and I mean anything, whatever your heart desires that's really meaningful to you, anything important is on the other side of sacrifice and discomfort. It's that simple. You can't look at somebody who's a couch potato that envisions six-pack abs and go, well, all I have to do is sit here for a little bit longer, and eventually this fat roll will go away this beer gut will just disappear. It'll vaporize like the beer in the glass. It doesn't work that way. You look at somebody who is low on funds, and unless they correct that situation, unless they start taking steps to correct that by increasing their income or increasing their value to the world, it's not going to change. It doesn't happen by osmosis. The sooner we disconnect from this notion that pain is, quote, bad, or that suffering is somehow a negative thing, and that discomfort is some somehow beneath us, then the sooner we can step into a new level of performance. And really, not just performance, but a new level of being. A new attitude, a new belief system. Pain, discomfort, and that stuff we dread, those are the things that we oftentimes have to address. Pain's important. Pain... It produces the extraordinary outcomes in life. Think about this. Before the advent of painkillers and all these different medical advances, childbirth was probably the single most painful thing in the world and yet women do it all the time every day right now somebody's having birth giving birth and a lot of women are making a shift to all natural birth where they use no painkillers they use no uh, you know anesthetic or at all they just they just go in there and they do what nature calls them to do i think that is incredible that to me is one of the most powerful most inspiring things in the world is a woman that, that gives gives birth to a child period end of story but let alone do it um, with with any kind of medication, but forget about it when they do it naturally. That's incredible to me. Through, through pain comes birth. That's extraordinary. That is incredible. Through pressure, we get beauty. Think about it. If you take a chunk of carbon and you put it under enough pressure over enough time, it comes out as a beautiful diamond, right? Of course, you got to polish it, which is another thing. Friction creates polish and shine. So pain... Pressure, friction, all of these things create beauty and value on the back end. But masking and numbing the pain separates us from the, from the healing process. It, it, it arrests our development. When we go through tough times and painful times, it's as if we're taking a part of the equation out. If you've got three numbers, one plus two plus three, and you take one of those out, then the, the, the equation does not add up. 1 plus 2 plus 3 equals 6, but if you take one of those numbers out, it no longer equals 6. And for us to take the pain out of the equation of being a human being, it somehow removes the byproduct or that final product. It somehow takes us away from being fully human. And it's not hard to see. You see people who are over-medicated. You see people who are so depressed that they, they medicate themselves down, numb the pain, and they, they lose a part of their personality. That's easy to see. That's easy to equate. But what about the power of going into the pain? What about the power of pushing ourselves? Pain not only produces extraordinary outcomes, but pain also produces presence. It causes us to face the situation at hand. It's the ultimate attention grabber, right? I mean, it doesn't matter. In fact, they used to use electroshock therapy for things like attention deficit disorder. If you want to get somebody's attention, you inflict pain on them. If you inflict self-inflicted pain, and I'm not talking about slamming your foot into the ground. I'm talking about pushing yourself to that point of, of, of fatigue, to that point of, of literally where you drop on the ground. You are suddenly 100% paying attention to that. When people talk about, well, I don't have time for my fitness or I don't have time to build my business, I don't have time to chase my goals. Listen, sometimes the process itself is very, very painful because it's so uncomfortable. I've actually heard of people, you know, had people tell me, period, you know, like, well, I didn't get to what my goals were because I needed to clean my office because if my office is a mess, then I can't focus. Or I was just tired and I just didn't feel like it. So, you know, I I didn't really get much done. Well, listen, that's fine. Being cluttered May, may cause you to not work at your best but to spend time straightening things up spend time getting ready to get ready does not render results it just renders a clean office it doesn't get the work done it doesn't make the sales calls it doesn't close the deal what's crazy about this is anything you want is attainable it's, but it's on the other side of discomfort it's on the other side of pain it's on the other side of fear it's on the other side of whatever you want to call it it's on the other side of bullshit that's for sure because the more we bullshit ourselves and the more we tell ourselves these stories and paint these pictures of, well, I had this and I had that, those excuses that we paint, that's where your, your dream life lives, is on the, other side of that, on the other side of that barrier. And when you produce that presence, that state of mind where you are paying full attention, it illuminates the blind spots and the weaknesses, which is why we numb it in the first place. The pain makes us have to pay attention to those areas. If you have a back injury, if your back is sore, you re- pretty much have to pay attention to it. I've had back injuries in the past, knee injuries, all kinds of sports-related injuries. Think about a headache. If you've got a headache, it's got your full attention. And it points something out. It points out maybe you need to hydrate. Maybe you, you, know, maybe you require you know, a little bit of nutrition to bring your blood level back up blood sugar level back up. But here's the important point is that it shows you a blind spot. It makes you pay attention to an area that desperately needs attention. If you've got an injury, a physical injury, you have to pay attention to that and and either seek medical attention, get it corrected or nurse that thing back to health. And if you're pushing yourself, let's say you go out for a run And you say to yourself, I'm going to run three miles today, but by the time you get to mile one, you are gassed, you're exhausted. That's a blind spot. That's showing you through that discomfort, maybe even through that pain, that you've got to work on your endurance. If you're picking up the phone and you make one or two sales calls and you look at your bank account, and that's painful to look at. That's an illumination. That's an attention grabber that says, hey, you're not done. You're just getting started. Maybe one or two sales calls is a warm-up. Maybe you should be doing 20 or 30 of them. If you're looking at anything in your life where there's pain, it's not meant to be a bad thing. It's not a negative thing. In fact, it's a gift. The pain can be an amazing gift if we see it for that. Instead of numbing it, instead of turning a blind eye to it, instead of burying our head in the sand and pretending it's not there, what if we embraced the pain? Pain, discomfort discontent, all of that sparks creativity. Nothing great, think about this, nothing great was ever conceived because everything was awesome, everything was hunky-dory. Nobody sat around one day in the dark and said, you know what, it's okay being in the dark. Because it was dark, electricity was invented. The light bulb was invented. Because people were sick and dying somebody took mold and turned it into penicillin so they could start fighting back against these viruses and these illnesses because there was the pain of not being able to communicate in a timely fashion the telephone was invented the 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 airplane was invented there are so many things that came out of pain and discontent and flat out just ha- drawing a line in the sand and saying enough is enough it never came from saying you know what everything is awesome We're happy. We're content. And yet, so many people want to just be perfectly comfortable all the time. They want everything to be lined up correctly. All the I's dotted, all the T's crossed. They need everything to work out perfectly before they get started. There's never been a better time to get started with whatever the dream is, whatever the mission is. Except for when you're in that much pain. When you're in that much discomfort. When you're in that much, uh, you know, inconvenience When you're frustrated, when you're angry, when you're tired, when you're exhausted, when you're sore, those are the times to start, not when everything feels great. We have to use that pain and that discontent to spark the creativity, to find the solutions, the inspiration to finally get off our ass and do something about it. The pain is important. And to run away from it and to think, to think pain is a bad thing is unfortunate. I think the whole New Age movement of, you know, these woo-woo gurus saying, hey, everything's supposed to be great and you can manifest happiness and joy and perfect, you know, harmony all the time is complete and utter crap. I think it's not only immature, I think it's irresponsible. We have to be more be- well-equipped to deal with the frustrations of life. To be able to look at the things that suck. The loss of a loved one. That pain. Instead of running away from it and masking it, we have to embrace it. Because the pain tests us. It makes us more aware. The pain makes us better. And when we're uncomfortable, when we live in a place of discomfort, it gives us perspective. Think about this. Try taking a cold shower. I do this every now and then. It's incredible. I mean, like, you don't realize how how pivotal (laughs) a cold shower can be until you take one, where I'm talking full-on cold, not kind of lukewarm, full-on cold. Go for a workout and then jump in an ice-cold shower. I used to do this in the wintertime. And what's nuts about it is you're standing there in the shower and you can't wait for it to be over. And yet you want to be clean, so you do a thorough job cleaning your body, but you cannot wait for it to be over. And then as soon as you turn the the cold water off and you step out and you wrap yourself in that towel and you start to bring your body temperature back out of hypothermia, you realize how wonderful it is to have hot running water. You realize how wonderful it is to have electricity pumping heat into your house you realize how wonderful it is to have clothes on your back. And there are a lot of people that don't have any of those three that I just described. And so it's a nice perspective every now and then. Not only do cold showers do a great thing for you health-wise, but it's an amazing perspective. When you go without, when you go uncomfortable for a while, suddenly you start to remember what it means to start from scratch, to start from zero. It's a very humbling experience, and humility is a beautiful thing for leaders. We all need humility. And this, this idea of being in, in, in a little bit of pain and discomfort, doing the stuff we dread, is so powerful. The stuff we dread is simply intimidating us and asking us how bad we want it. It's up to you to have that decision right there in that moment as to whether or not you're going to be intimidated or whether you're going to step up and step in and do the best work you can. So how do we use pain? How do we use discomfort? How do we use this dread that we have and actually use it as leverage to take our game and our, ele- and our performance to that next level? First thing is we have to embrace the pain. It's so important. Instead of, instead of masking it, instead of running away from it, we have to embrace it. Now, if you're in serious pain, like if you break your leg, yeah, you're going to need some painkillers for a while. You're going to need a little help with that. If you're in serious emotional pain and, and it's so bad that it's crippling you, then it's important to get help. But I'm talking about everyday pain. I'm talking about this this notion like, ooh, it's a little bit chilly in here. Oh, it's cold and dark outside. I'm not going to go for the run. Oh, I'm, I'm a little under the weather. I don't really feel like making these sales calls. I don't really feel like writing this blog post or, you know, getting my business going. All those little pains and insignificant, you know, discomforts, we have to embrace those and, and, and appreciate them, be grateful for them. Again, they illuminate a weak spot, a blind spot. We have to feel the pain, the pain, just like taking that cold shower. I'm not saying go slam your head into a door to feel pain. That old notion that, hey, you know, you see the guy slamming himself in the face with a frying pan, and the question is, why do you keep doing that? And the guy says, because it feels so good when I'm done, when I stop. That's not what we're talking about. But there is a part where when we feel the pain, we actually allow ourselves to to go 100% into it. It brings us to present it brings us into that present moment where we say to ourselves wow man this is this is intense and it gives us that perspective of how sweet the feeling of ecstasy can be the feeling of comfort we can appreciate it more but more importantly it keeps us strong it keeps us focused it keeps us driven we don't want to be a slave to our feelings it's so important i think a lot of times people uh, sort of surrender their power to their feelings. Well, I don't feel like it today, so we allow that feeling to hold us back. I don't feel, you know, I'm I'm sore today, and I don't really feel like playing out full out today. Well, guess what? When you feel that way, you allow your feelings to dictate your course. You got to ask yourself: Is that real? Is your future really worth that, or is your future worth more than allowing your feelings to be the CEO of your life? We can learn from the pain. We can do something constructive with the pain. And I think one of the more important parts about playing in pain and discomfort and working on the things that we dread is that we begin to inoculate ourselves to it. We increase our threshold for it. That makes us stronger, more capable. It, makes us ability, it gives us that ability to graduate to that next level where we can actually do something bigger. We can take on a bigger challenge. That's the improvement that we talk about, the refinement that we talk about. And it only happens by playing around with this thing called pain and discomfort and being willing, being courageous enough to tiptoe in it a little bit and then pretty soon go you know up to our knees in it, maybe waist deep, and then eventually jump full in. The more willing we are to actually feel the pain, to, to really feel it, not to block it out. Not to ignore it, but to really feel it. The more willing we are to become uncomfortable, to get uncomfortable, and to use that as a catalyst, as a spark to push us forward, then the more we can elevate our game. That we can not just elevate our performance, but we can also become better leaders. We can become more humble. We can become more more aware. We have better perspective. And more importantly, we have the ability to play the game even higher because we now have a new threshold. That's what it takes. So instead of running from pain, let's embrace it. Instead of seeing it as something bad or negative, let's see it for what it is. It's part of life. And more importantly, it's a part of life that can actually help us, benefit us. And if we can show the way by leading through the example of saying, hey, I'm not going to mask the pain anymore, I'm going to I'm going to take it full on. Physical, emotional, spiritual pain, whatever it looks like. I'm going to have that discomfort of doing things even when I don't feel like doing it. Facing the dread with a sense of... Of, of readiness, the sense of I'm, I'm taking this thing on, the sense of enthusiasm then suddenly we shift the momentum, we take control of the situation and we step into our greatness and that my friends is what it's really all about my friends, this show is a wrap it's my privilege to come at you here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show, looking forward to doing it again next week, get yourself over to flywithjt.com download a complimentary copy of Flight Plan to Success and remember, no matter what course you fly in life fly high, fly fast and fly far. We'll talk to you soon.